Welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, beats the competition, and grows your business. I am your host, Sam Moss. Welcome to February, everyone. We are one month into 2020. That is hard to believe. You know, in addition to my website design and hosting business, um, I'm renovating a flip house that is almost, almost on the market. We pretty much had to gut the entire house and start from the bones. Uh, It's been quite a project, and I'm pretty ready for it to be done. Now, if you know of anyone looking for a home in Elmira that is literally brand new uh, from the ground up, and looks incredible. I actually have some photos on my Facebook, so check them out, and maybe this is the house for you. Um, We've done pretty much everything to this house except add new landscaping. And the reason that is is because we've been renovating over the winter, and there's been no chance to spruce it up because the ground has been so frozen. And if it wasn't so frozen, I would be calling Preferred Landscaping, uh, which is a fantastic company here in the Elmira and Horseheads, New York area. And today, ironically, I have my friend DJ Morse, who is the owner of Preferred Landscaping, joining me on the podcast. DJ shares the steps you should be taking as an entrepreneur if you want to find success. He also breaks down each step so you can make sure you're on the right track as an entrepreneur and business owner. So here's my talk with DJ Morse. DJ, thank you so much for joining me on Small Business Made Simple. It's really awesome to have you here, man. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So can you jump in and just really share what you do with your businesses and some of your history on how you got started? Yeah. So um, I'm the owner of Preferred Landscaping. We've been in business approximately 17 years. Um, besides the landscaping company, I'm also involved as a real estate agent and uh, investments. Uh, it's something we're definitely really excited about. And what got you started in that? Well, I've always had a passion for real estate. Um, it all started basically when um, I, it was an avenue that I could generate extra income passively, um, and it diversified me compared to the landscaping, where landscaping make money doing services, but monthly I get a check, and it kind of gave me some balance. Yeah, yeah. And you know, before we were recording, we were just talking about a little bit of your history, and you've been an entrepreneur from the start. And as small business owners, and you know, business leaders, business owners. That is really what kind of keeps us going. Absolutely. And I want you to touch on, you know, we talked about three things that we should be looking out for and really structuring our lives around as an entrepreneur. So the first thing is, is really how you start. And can you share like why that's important and what that means as an entrepreneur? Yeah. Uh, for me, it started unexpectedly. I, I started, uh, I went to college at Corning Community College and, and I attended Mansfield to be a school teacher. And I end up uh, finding out that I was going to have a daughter. And the responsibility of uh, being a father and, and taking care of my, my family um, pushed me into landscaping. So my father had a business before I started, and I put an ad in the paper saying, landscaper experience, $10 an hour, and that's how I started. And why is it important to have that vision um, as another entrepreneur? So let's say that someone is really listening. They have the itch to go ahead and do that. How, how do they start and what are some good foundations they can lay? I think how you start is, is, is you start. You, you start a business and you, and you start small and, and you grow and it, it takes time. It took me uh, eight years um, after I started a landscape company knowing that I actually could put fuel in my truck and I had money in the account to cover it. Mm-hmm. It took a long time to build that foundation to have a solid company. Yeah. So can you touch on 
some of the sacrifices it takes. Because again, let's say there's someone listening who is ready to branch out. Like I said, they have the itch and they might not know, look, these are some things that are going to happen. And these are some trials you might have to go through as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, the time it takes, that's a huge one. Can you share some of that? Absolutely. One thing is, is your family, you know, balance is very important. And when you start a business, sometimes, um, it takes away from your family time. Um, you know, you want to stay balanced in your life, but when you start that business, it, it is a grind and it takes a lot of time and it takes away from the family time. And, uh, um, that's something you gotta be receptive of. So there's a sacrifice there. Yeah. And how did you find that balance? Uh, <clears throat> fortunately I didn't the beginning. I, uh, had to learn the hard way. I, I, I put all my efforts in my business and I, I definitely missed some things. Um, but, uh, in the long run, as I took the eight years to grind and, and get a foundation, now I can actually step away mm-hmm. and now the business kind of moves on its own. Yeah. So, you know, you may have to, uh, uh, sacrifice at the beginning, but in the long run, I think you gain a little more. Mm-hmm. And how did you kind of communicate that to your family? Because we've had a number of people on the podcast where that's something that's really important to them is making sure their family knows this is a season, this is what we're going to be working on. Uh, you know, dad's going to be away for a while. What would you say to an entrepreneur uh, about that? <clears throat> well, it's, it's difficult. That's a difficult question for me. Um, I think the biggest thing is even though you're super busy with a business, you still have to make time to go to your kids' games and be involved And because uh, a child's not going to understand why you're not at this morning event. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is, is, is just to try to balance this as much as possible even though you know growing the business will take away from the family time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the second thing that you had mentioned is you obviously first – it's how you start and how well you do it. And, you know, you have to know there's sacrifices and it's going to be a lot of work and a lot of time. The second thing you said is you need to evolve in your business. So can you kind of share what that means and what it means to evolve as a business owner or as an entrepreneur? Yeah. So when I first started the business, uh, preferred landscaping, I, 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 I have to say a little bit, I was a little selfish. Um, you know, I, I didn't feel like I, you know, I didn't want to pay people. I thought that, you know, paying employees was, was, um, you know, wasn't the best for my business that maybe I need to do all the work. And, uh, through the eight years I, I learned that it's your responsibility as a business owner to take care of your employees. So I was a little immature at first when I started the business, but as I evolved, I realized that, you know, I have a lot of responsibility that the people I employ, you know, they have families to take care of. And I, I need to make sure that they get the hours. I need to make sure that they're well taken care of. Um, I really enjoy actually giving raises and, and the Christmas bonuses. And they're very appreciative of that. And um, my company is is for my employees. Mm-hmm. I definitely have left a lot of money on the table at this point of, of my uh, career um, because uh, I want to give back as much as I can to the employees because they're the backbone of the company. Yeah. And when did you realize that? Because a lot of people, you know, it might just be, oh, employees, let's let's pay them. But when did you realize that? You know, it's not about me and, you know, just about the business, but let's pour into these employees because they're really, like you said, the backbone of your business, right? Yeah, I mean, I, to me, it was um, investing in them. Uh, you know, when I first started, I would do all the work and uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't train them. But um, as we're growing, you know, you only can do so much as an owner. So now I invest heavily in training my employees. I send them away to um, uh, education and um, certifications and and whatever I can to, to make them grow because ideally um, I want them to um, get as much experience and grow with the company. Um, but with that said, um, they need to raise their standards as well because I want them to grow with me. But yeah. as they grow, they have more responsibility, but I also want them to have more opportunity. 
I'll be right back with the rest of my interview with DJ in just a minute. Have you ever been to a website that totally confuses you and loses your interest in an instant? At One Click Agency, we see this every single day. You know, whether the website has way too many words or it's just too tough to navigate, we have seen it all. And what we have found after seeing hundreds of websites a year is that pretty much every business is making the same five mistakes on their website. So what we did is we wrote a PDF that we're giving away for free to help correct those mistakes at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. See, if you're making one of these five mistakes, they are super easy to fix. They really don't take long at all to find either. This is foundational and basic stuff for your website. And if your business is making one of these five mistakes, chances are you have potential customers leaving your website without you even knowing it. Now, do you want the people visiting your website to engage with your business? Check to see if you're making any of these five mistakes on your website by going to oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. It's completely free. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And that's where I'll explain what those mistakes are and how you can fix them all on your own. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. I think a big question for business owners and you know really anyone that runs an organization is one when is the time to hire and start branching out and actually getting some employees under your belt and when is the, the second question would be once you have a couple employees when does the third and the fourth the tenth eleventh you know what would you what would you say to that well I mean uh, the thing I learned is I think I mentioned before, with the employees, you need to sometimes take the training wheels off. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of doing all the work yourself, you have to delegate some responsibility. And the more responsibility they have and the more they grow, um, the stronger your company is going to be because you're diversified and you're investing in your workforce. Um, so uh, it's very important to definitely get them the skills they need. Yeah. And for you, step three, uh, as an entrepreneur, it's, it's thinking big. It's about goals. So yeah. can we finish up with that. So I want to talk about your goals and then how we can set goals as a business because it's not, we have the foundation and we have our employees, we're evolving, but if we don't have a finish line, then what's the point, right? I don't don't think for me personally, I ever have a finish line. For me, it's, uh, I think the biggest possible. I never compare myself to competitors. Um, If I think on a small level, I'm going to be on a small level. So for me, it's, you know, we're always investing into the, into the business. We're always investing into our employees. We're looking at acquisitions, um, even outside the landscape industry. You know, we're looking at investments. We'll be flipping houses. There's always something we're doing to grow. Um, I, again, I want to have my, my employees have an opportunity to, as I step aside, as I retire, I want them to step in and have some of them have an opportunity, whether maybe they take some business over down the road and they can buy me out. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to set up... Um, my employees so they have something at the end and that's something that's important to me yeah and that's one of the things i've heard too is you you don't have so if you can't walk away from your business and watch it grow for a year then you have a job right and that's kind of like a a big pill to swallow sometimes but it's it's kind of true i mean so how have you really instilled that in your team and maybe it's something that you do yourself to you know, take the bull by the horns and get things done and you step back and more of a delegator and overseeing things because that can be really tough for people, right? It, it's, it's really tough. Um, 
what I've learned too is I can't solve the problems all the time. Um, mistakes is part of growing. And um, when they make mistakes, you know, we just try to educate them to do things a little differently. And, uh, you know, that's the important part is make sure that they have the skills to uh, make some decisions. But there's always going to be mistakes. That's part of yeah. growing. Mm-hmm. And for the goal setting, can you share, you know, what kind of goals we should be setting as entrepreneurs and business owners and maybe share some of the ones that you set as well? For me, it's always evolving. I mean, my goal is to uh, continue to, you know, expand through real estate, through acquisitions, mm-hmm. through uh, buying commercial real estate, um, you know, to just keep pushing forward. If, 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 as a business, if you're not growing, um, you're really dying mm-hmm. because you can't just maintain at a, at a certain level. Um, the economies go up and down. You lose key employees. You always need somebody to step in to fill a role if the key employee does leave. And that's probably my biggest challenge. Yeah. I've got some key employees, and I, I think I always want to be hiring because the more you hire, uh, the more competition it creates. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So if there was one thing that you could really tell yourself because you've been an entrepreneur for a good majority of your life and there are entrepreneurs listening, what is one thing that you would tell them? Um, like, you know, if I had known this 10, 15 years ago, do this. And it would have kind of steered your course a little differently or kind of set the path uh, a little bit easier for you. What would that advice be? I think for me is is think big from off the bat. Um, Sometimes we don't think big enough. And I think that's been my flaw. Um, We've had a tremendous growth um, in the past four or five years. I mean, this year we looked at 30% growth. I mean, we're really growing. Um, So I think thinking big is is the biggest key is don't compare yourself to anybody else. Mm -hmm. Stay in your own lane. Um, invest in yourself and things always work itself out. Yeah. Can you touch on thinking big? Cause that's one of the, the mm-hmm. points that you had, you had talked about with me with the last one, which is the goal setting as an entrepreneur. So is there such thing as too big? Like what, where, where's the line and what's realistic and what should we really be shooting for? To me, there's no line. Uh, I think you think as big as possible. Um, because say, say you want to do a million dollars in sales. Well, um, if your goal is a million, Maybe you do 500000 If I make a goal of $2 million and I run short, maybe, maybe I hit a million. Yeah. So I think when you always shoot farther out, if you hit in the middle, you're always growing. So that's the aspect of thinking big. And that goes back to what you were saying with evolving your business. Because you can say in the beginning, uh, yeah, we're going to go $2 million. But if you're not evolving your business and putting the processes in place, treating your employees right and empowering them to do it, then you'll never make it there, right? Absolutely. You have to have, the employees have to believe. Um, and that's why it's important to me to, to make them part of the company. And when I send them to trainings, that's important to them. I'm showing that I care and I want to invest in them. When I give them overtime and um, give them raises, that shows me that I care and that their families are important to me. Yeah. So I want them to uh, be a part of the growth and be a part of success. At the same time, I want them to reap the benefits. Mm-hmm. And how do you show that besides, you know, giving the bonuses and things like that? Are there other ways that you have implemented, uh, you know, encouragement and kind of buy-in to your employees and your staff? Absolutely. Uh, I think sometimes when they do something wrong, your, your first instinct is to maybe not yell at them, but, you know, uh, correct them. But there's different ways you can approach that by being a little more positive. Yeah. You know, for example, you know, I thank them for coming to work and thank you for the hard work you do. And then I fit that uh, correction at the end. Yeah. So I try to be a little more positive with them, and I think they appreciate that. 
Well, DJ, I really appreciate you uh, sitting down and kind of talking us through what it takes to be an entrepreneur and how we can set a plan for what we should be doing as entrepreneurs and business owners and business leaders. Can you close by just sharing us uh, with us where we can find out more about you, maybe your businesses, what you do? Sure. Uh, the website is uh, preferredlandscaping.info. Um, Awesome. Well, thank you so much, DJ. It's an honor having you uh, on Small Business Made Simple. And again, thank you so much, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. I had a great time recording that with DJ. You know, sometimes it's really good to take a step back and just evaluate how you're doing as an entrepreneur. And I hope this gave you some insight about your own journey, whether you are just starting in business or if you've been at it for many, many years. And if you want to learn more about DJ and his business, Preferred Landscaping, uh, be sure to visit his website, preferredlandscaping.info. And if you haven't gotten a chance to review the podcast yet, please, please do so. Uh, I love hearing what you think of the show, and it really helps spread the word about the podcast as well. And uh, if you guys want to be one of the first to know about when a new episode comes out, Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and you'll get any new episodes automatically downloaded to whatever device you're listening on. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, it beats the competition and grows your business.